The government's finally twigged, and some of the regulators too, that there's quite a lot of suspicious things going on uh, when people are sold so-called renewables or green energy contracts. There's all sorts of incentives for people to claim to be green, and many of us fall for this and uh, believe that what it says on the tin is what's actually in the tin. So let's just think for a moment what's really going on and how much greenwashing is really in play. So consumers, you know, you and me, uh, might want to do the right thing. Uh, We want to buy green energy because we want personally to at least cause less climate change and ultimately to no longer to be personally responsible for causing climate change. There's a good practical moral reason for us to look for the green options amongst the alternatives in front of us. And when it comes to electricity, which is a big ticket item in our carbon footprint, you and I might think, well, you know, if we could just buy wind and solar energy and not have any of that dirty gas-fired electricity or coal-fired electricity, even worse, and perhaps we might not even want to buy nuclear, then if we could just buy that green renewables, surely we're making a step in the right direction. So that's what I think many consumers want to do. The really bad news is that there is virtually no genuine green electricity to buy. And when you turn on the switch uh, to put the lights on or, or turn the cooker on or whatever, and you use electricity, what's actually going on is you're getting electricity from the grid. You're getting partly renewables electricity and partly gas-based electricity and quite a bit of nuclear-based electricity. You're getting the system outcome. So just because you signed up for a green tariff doesn't mean that you're only using green electricity. Not a bit of it. You're using whatever's on the system. Indeed, the only way you could really be genuinely green in your electricity consumption is if you go off grid or perhaps you live on a very small island where communities are trying to do it themselves. Although even on some of those Scottish islands, which uh, look to be green, a little standby diesel generator is probably needed to keep the lights on. So there is no such thing as you and I actually using, consuming, just green energy, unless we're off grid. So what's really going on when people sell you green energy, when they claim that what you're buying is only renewables? Well, there are two possibilities, uh, what one might call the better intended and the pretty close to greenwashed case. So the first one is that your supplier the person you have the contract with, only buys contracted electricity to match your demand from renewables projects. So there's a physical link in the sense that you are paying someone to go and contract with renewables to put renewables onto the system. But you're doing that anyway because the government mandates how much renewables there will be on the system 
and the government mandates that those costs will be recovered from you and me. So we are really engaged in doing an extra bit of subsidising for renewables. But actually, the amount of subsidies renewables need is defined by how much the government decides of the energy mix is actually going to be renewables and how much it auctions. You might also be buying biomass and you might be uh, somewhat concerned about what sort of biomass you're paying for in generating electricity as well. But there is a practical question of what exactly you're doing when you're paying a premium for your electricity supply to provide an extra subsidy to renewables that have subsidies defined by the amount the government wants to buy. In other words, it's not at all clear that it's actually additional. But it could be worse. It could be that your so-called green electricity tariff is simply a supplier going into the market and buying up some of the existing and legacy renewable contracts and then bundling them together in a contract portfolio and saying, hey, look here, you're buying renewable energy. That's the bit that the government in its inquiry is most concerned about, and rightly so. But they should be concerned with all of these issues. So for you and me, if the government's going to define how much renewables there are on the system, and we can go and vote for governments and campaign that governments buy more rather than less going forward in the transition to net zero, why are we actually paying an extra subsidy? What's happening here? And is it the best thing that we could do, you and me, to try and reduce our personal carbon footprints and hence our carbon consumption? Now, here's a somewhat challenging view. It's not the best thing that you could do to go and buy renewables if you have a few extra quid to spend on good green things. There are many, many things that you could spend that extra few percentages that you're adding to your electricity bill to buy those uh, uh, so-called renewables contracts. You could start on the front line with your actual electricity consumption. Just use less. And there are lots and lots of ways um, you and I can do that. It may be as simple as making sure that we turn the switches off, that we don't overcharge all our electronic kit. Or it may be that we can fit insulation into our houses. Uh, we can turn the thermostat down. We can wear pullovers instead of uh, wanting to be in shirt sleeves and so on. If you keep a carbon diary, which is what I suggest in my Net Zero book, you will find a lot of things which come further up the list than being on a green energy tariff and will have much bigger impacts on your own carbon personal footprint. But supposing still, even in the light of these other things you could do, you still want to give some money to helping the transition to net zero. So you've done all the things yourself. You cut your demand for electricity. So your footprint is going to be lower of that mix of gas and renewable energy that's coming down through the wires to you, whatever contract you sign. And you say to yourself, what would be better to spend my extra money on? Well, there are lots of things. You might want to think quite hard to giving the money to a wildlife trust that might conserve carbon in soils better than we're currently doing. You might want to spend that money on local community projects, 
projects which help the community as a whole develop its uh, low carbon energy. You might even want to help the community install some further renewable energy. My point isn't that there's any perfect answer to this. It's simply and straightforwardly. None of us have lots of spare cash. We want to do the right thing and we are being deluded uh, very frequently in so-called green or renewable electricity contracts that we are doing the right thing and the best thing we could do with our money. In the meantime, the regulators and the government should look incredibly hard at greenwashing. One of the most dangerous things that can be done is to delude customers by pretending that they're achieving something and then letting them find out it's not quite what they thought was on the tin that they're buying. We have to have high standards and we have to make sure that uh, what is described as renewables is actually clearly stated and uh, labelled for you and I to see what we're really doing. It's about time we started on that. And while we're at it, we can look at all the other forms of greenwashing that are going on in some of the carbon offsets, in uh, some of the tree planting, and in some of the more extravagant claims made by companies that they're somehow either almost already net zero or going to be net zero anytime soon. We might even look at how far electric cars, and particularly bigger electric cars, are really uh, low carbon too. So let's shine the torch. Let's see what's going on. Let's stop kidding people that they're achieving something that they're not. And let's make sure that what you and I do has the biggest impact on reducing that admittedly very tiny bit of global warming that's your and my fault. Let's cut the greenwashing, cut it out and have a much more honest debate about carbon consumption and what's really going on in our electricity market. Thank you.